Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What is your dream job? 651-641-1071. That's the question. It's that simple. What's your dream job? We want to hear it on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trader. Uh, why are we asking? Okay, because I think I just read about my dream job. Oh, cool. All right. What is it? Uh, it's a website that is hiring a, quote, professional binge watcher. Oh. Who will get paid to watch Netflix and eat pizza. Oh, yum. It's a website called Bonus Finder. Mm. And the bonus they want to find is somebody who will be a professional binge watcher, watch some Netflix, eat some pizza, and they will pay you five hundred dollars wow that's a lot and then you just have to post reviews of the shows and the pizzas okay how easy is that that? i would do that now it's very easy to apply if you'd like to do so there's a link you can go to and then you apply and the thing about it is just know this you are not going to be uh what you say in your application won't matter because they're just going to pick somebody at random Okay, That's so just story. like everybody go and apply, and somebody's going to get it. Super easy. Yeah, so you don't have to think Super too hard easy. about your application. Right? Yeah. Uh, and like if you are presently not uh, entirely employed, uh, this might be the perfect time for you to do this, get some money to do the thing that you that everybody is doing right now, sitting on your couch, watching television, eating pizza. What is your dream job? 651-641-1071. Holly, do we have a caller? Yeah, Jack's on the line. Perfect. Hello, Jack. Jack, what's your dream job? Well, I'm a sports fan, so my dream job is to to be a mascot for a sports team, but I want it to be something like the Mallards, where I could have like a a female partner, and uh, then we could entertain the crowd. Ah, oh, so I it's like, like this. two ducks quacking around. There you go. I love That's that. Like that. <laughs> Dream job to be a professional mascot. Thank you very much. I think that would be kind of fun. You know, those mascots get paid real good. Do you yeah, know Yeah, but that? you gotta, like, do stuff. <laughs> you have to be, like, what? out Wait, there. What? What? In what job do you not have to do stuff? Uh, it's sitting like the- on the couch watching TV That's and eating true. pizza? True. That's true. a job. True, true. I'm saying you have to like go out and run around and be like super like effervescent and buoyant. But if you are a person who's already effervescent and buoyant, that is like the perfect job for you you, because you can do it in a suit and then you get to take that suit off. Everybody loves you while you have the suit on and then you take the suit off and you go and eat pizza and watch Netflix and nobody cares. You know what I mean? It's like you get all the perks of being famous, but it can be like in that moment and then move on with your life. 
What? Why are you looking at me? Like yeah, that? it's just too much is what I'm saying. It's not my thing. It's not our thing. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I don't want to be a mask. You want me to leave the house? <clears throat> there are so many people who don't have to leave the house for work. Maybe you could be like a distance mascot. <laughs> yeah. Just zoom <laughs> into my Zoom. I'm a Zoom mascot. Yeah, but that still would require me having to like put on like an outfit. <laughs> okay. I don't know how to explain this to you. You have basically been a distance mascot. It's true. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah, just my think lips. Of, think about it. We're all mascots for ourselves every day. Yeah. You guys have no idea what I really look like. Really? Not you guys. I'm saying oh, the audience. The rest of the world. Yes. Okay. Um, and for the record, in case you're wondering, I am incredibly tall and very blonde and incredibly tan. Thank you. Um, who uh-huh. is what? Sure. What are you telling? Are you saying I'm not? Who who else do we have on the line? Holly, Mary's on the line. Mary, Mary, what's your dream job? I am going to critique hotels and spots. Ooh, I like this. I like I'm the sound here of this. for this dream job. Um, yes. Okay. Um, and are you going to have to write something though? I think that's my real question. Or do you just get okay, to go well, and then we- give a couple like comments? Yes, we go and we critique and we write it up and we love the people at the front desk and we love the room and we love this and we love that. Oh, bathroom, not so nice. Mm. So, yes. I love it. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you, Mary. and hotels. That's so good. Spas and hotels. Emphasis on the spas and hotels. No motels. Spas and hotels. I, I don't I mind would, a I don't mind a good old motel, especially because you you get right to your car. You know, you just open the door and there it there is. There you are. Yeah. You're just right there. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is your dream job, uh, Bradley? Do you have a dream job? Oh yeah. What is it? I mean, why are we even wondering? Yeah. What is it? You don't know. Uh, to rate strippers. <laughs> Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Wait, you're like, hold and... on a second. I had not yet considered that. Yes, it's either that or cruise planner. Oh, duh, for sure. I just want people to call me and be like, plan my cruise. Yes, and. Um, I always thought it would be fun to be like some sort of travel critic. Except for the, minus the critic part. I just want to be the travel part. Yeah. That's, everybody wants to do that, by the way. Yeah. And very few people are actually very good at it. Yeah, that's true. Holly, what do you, what's your dream job? Um, well, it's, it is travel too. I, I know, right? Yeah, well, yes. And, uh, one of my heroes. I don't oh, have a lot of them. <gasps> no, oh. I'm I'm on board oh. with you, but I just I know, know exactly where, we're going. where you're going. Oh. I am so here for this. Light one up there, Halls. For Rick Steves. <laughs> I love Rick Steves. His back door to Europe? Yes. <laughs> I want to be in Rick Steves's back door to okay, Europe. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Come in. <laughs> If only. Uh, Okay, for people who don't know who Rick Steves is, what is it about Rick Steves that turns your crank? Rick Steves is just wonderful in as much as he is a person who is living out his passion, and his passion happens to be traveling for Europe. He has a series on PBS. He does, he's all around. It has for like a hundred years. I I grew up with Rick Steves and... um, You did? Why didn't you tell Holly? (laughs) Rude. No, like... (laughs) 
I grew up watching him. Oh, okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so you can find them all over the place. I recently spent within the past month a deep dive into Rick Steves' YouTube channel. It's quite lovely going to the Alps, but it would be wonderful to do that. And the thing about it is, and I think Rick Steves is particularly honest about it, is that it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's really, really mm, focused, and he spends a lot of time on it. But yeah. that's okay. What else am I going to do? But he right? makes it look effortless, right? Yes. And that's why you enjoy just watching him, you know, traipse, traipse up and down the Alps. Mm-hmm. Colleen? You guys, um, I don't want this to be awkward. My dream job is radio. What? Okay, I just want to travel. Too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am. I know it's dorky, but it is kind of true. Like this is the job I always wished I had. So I'm. I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to be all like woo woo and like warm and fuzzy. But I do. I mean, we have a pretty fun job. That I love. When we come back, <laughs> I mean it. But you guys are not helping me. Pew, 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 pew. I was trying to say I love working with you two and every day is a joy when we come back on Bradley the Colleen and Bradley show it's true it is true you guys when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show yeah there you go which is the most joyful piece of my life right I now I just love you guys I mean I don't tell you enough I'm trying to have a tender moment I really do feel like I have a dream job and I love working you, with Vanilla you guys Ice. or isn't it Vanilla Ice with the tenderonies no that he's what it's like having a rony okay Bobby. Um, um, ooh, ooh, ooh. My fault. Sorry about that. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, okay over there? Bradley Trainer. I just, you know, you get a day away and you forget how to do all of the job. You know? It's just the way Look, it is. I uh, wasn't away for a day and I forget moment to moment. Because mm-hmm. well, there's a few other things competing for our attention. Mm. Where am I? News flash: We're human beings, and stuff happens. And we're trying to be human doings, and sometimes mm-hmm. the doings are hard. The do can be hard. Um. All right. So tell I want to about your hard doings. No, nope, I want to tell you about Rebel Wilson. Um. So do you remember we talked about that special that she was doing with Aunt Middleton? Because she was doing like taking all these pictures on the beach in oh, yeah. Mexico, Mexico or something. And this is part of this show that she's doing with Aunt Middleton where like you know, they reveal each other. It's this series on Sky One called Straight Talking. And, and they he's take... like this like super Aunt Middleton is like this like super British military, like I'm gonna get you in shape. Mm-hmm. But then he opens you up from the inside. And so she's oh. I mean, I've seen the photos and he can <laughs> Okay. I'm just saying Google him. Um, but so she's been opening up to him for this show. So here's what's going to happen. In the promotion of this show and the reading of the report of the reports, we're going to get a massive Rebel Wilson dump. We're going to get <laughs> all we're going to get for a while. I am is not mature enough for this segment. Stories that she is revealing about herself. And they are going to be like Barbara Walters style um, stories. Yeah, and we got a little taste of this when those photos came out because I remember stories about, oh, I don't remember what it was about right now, but the, but it was like, 
you know, Rebel Wilson sharing the, you know, the tender moments. Oh, so this is why she went to the Austrian yeah. health spa is because she wanted to dump all these stories. Apparently, apparently. Um, and that is exactly what they do at that health spa five times a day. So, um, so anyway, so she met with or so she so. OK, so one of the stories she told to Aunt Middleton, I wanted to share with you. Because, OMG, I cannot believe we've never heard this story before. And focus on the word believe. Okay. So she tells the story about the time she was kidnapped at gunpoint in Mozambique. What? Wait, record scratch what? Exactly, right? Like, that is a headline, okay? So as the story goes, she says, there was this one time in Africa where I got kidnapped. It was in rural Mozambique. And she said, uh, we were in this on this cattle truck. Okay, I have so many questions in the telling of this story. Sure. I have so many questions. I mean, I'll and, ask them as you tell the story. And I won't wanted. have an answer, because all yeah. I have is her words. Like, why is she on a cattle truck in Mozambique? Exactly. Yeah. We were on this cattle truck, and these men came on another truck with a lot of guns. They pulled up beside us with the big guns, and they were like, yeah, you've got to get off your truck. They took us to a house in the middle of nowhere. I felt like I was... I felt like I was very good in the crisis. I was like a team leader. They sat us down and I said, everybody link arms because I was petrified in the night that they might want to take one of the girls or something. Okay. What? No. no. And then it goes like this. Nobody was hurt. The group was released the next morning. She, she believes that there were illegal substances that had been placed into their truck to smuggle over the border. She says, we just got back on that truck and got out of there and crossed the South African border a few hours later. Okay, That's so the story. What what now presumably here's what we're going to here's what we're doing right now. What we're doing right now is finding out that we need to watch the show because presumably she's going to give us the remaining details. For in example, the show. why were you in Mozambique? Also, I have I I hesitate because now everybody is very I look, How are you doing over there? That's just a problematic story to mm-hmm. tell. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, most, maybe, maybe, I don't know, because I don't know what the geopolitical situation is in Mozambique, but let me just, for the sake of this argument, say, I imagine that Rebel Wilson wasn't the first person to be held or kidnapped or, and to use the word kidnapped brings along a lot of baggage. I don't know this context of the story. I have questions. Like, was this some sort of security incident? Was this some sort of... Um, you know, we need more context because when you simply say I'm rebel Wilson and I was kidnapped in Africa, Mm -hmm. what are, are you trying to tell us that like you've been through some stuff? Right. Because I don't think that's the story you want to tell. Hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. We're all busy. And with factor eating fresh, never frozen chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including calorie smart, Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline to indicate that you've been through some stuff. Right. Because I would just like to point out to you that uh, there are probably a lot of other people in Mozambique who've been through more stuff than you have. Like, Like you've got your own stuff. Focus on that. Like your journey of health. Which, don't worry about it. You're going to get plenty of that in this series, too, with Aunt Middleton in this uh, particular uh, episode. Because she goes on to talk about what sparked her year of self or her year of health. What was it? 20 years of self-loathing. Oh. Okay. Which, I'll join the club. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that that's like a relatable story. So a little more relatable than the... But like, do you need to be Mozambique kidnapped in Africa? Quote, kidnapped in Africa? Ugh, I can't with that. But like, that's the headline you're going to draw. Not like, I have this totally relatable part of myself that you guys are going to want to like vibe with. Well, it sounds like she does a little of column A and a little of column B. Um, She talks about... I mean, she talks about like all the things that, yes, we would relate to. If you are a person who is engaged in self-loathing and has embarked on some sort of um, self-improvement effort, um, you will relate to this. You will hear Rebel Wilson talk about how she felt about herself and you will go, oh, you too. Also, right? yeah, I, it's she is an interesting creature. She has provided plenty of contemplation in the world of pop culture and celebrity for us for the last year, because the way she has handled this, whatever journey she's on with, uh, and, and sharing it in uh, the public space is, is just fascinating to me Mm -hmm. because at a time when we're all struggling with some like really basic stuff, her struggles seem kind of tone deaf. Okay. So I'm going to say this and it's going to sound rude and I hardly have enough time to tell it to you. But between what she did the other day when we had a a crisis at the nation's capital and she was posting pictures of her year of health and the way she's sort of self-absorbedly talking about her year of health during while the the world is burning. From the foot of the Alps. I'm thinking to myself, I don't think Rebel Wilson is the person we need in life right now. When we come back, we've got more D-bags. Oh, sort of one. After this on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is Bags of D. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your Lord and or Lady D bag today, Colleen? The Daily Mail. (laughs) Okay, this is just so lazy. They're so lazy. And also, okay, here's the headline that got me going. Justin Bieber has a case of baby fever as pop superstar and wife Haley shower infant nephew with love and series of photos from Hawaiian holiday. What? Okay, 
they're apparently they're visiting some people in Hawaii and family and friends and what they were what I know that part is like a little bit like I want to go somewhere too is that what you were reacting to yeah yeah they're visiting some family and friends in Hawaii recently and they um visited people who have a baby I don't know how old this baby is. I'm going to guess that looks like about mm, four month old baby. Yeah, that's a little baby. baby. Yeah. And they're, you know, little they're baby. holding the baby. They're in the pool with the baby because, you know, cute little shorts on the baby. So cute. Baby. And there's one of Justin Bieber kissing the baby on the cheek. Um, but they call the baby their his nephew. OK, it must be his brother's child. So it is his nephew. <laughs> Technically, I think that's what a nephew well, is. Well, I didn't I wasn't clear on whose baby it was. Yeah. And and of course, and this is what really irritates me is in the Daily Mail, I think I would just like to accuse them with misuse of quotation marks cuz it drives me crazy. They put quotation marks around nephew as if to say like it's not actually, but it's actually his nephew. So whatever, it doesn't matter. Huh. Pictures. But this is why I'm annoyed by this. Okay, first of all, they're married. Oh. What? What? No, it's not, not his actual. Okay, no, it says um, Bieber is also, he says, miss my brother in a photo of his nephew, who is believed to be the son of the couple's great friends, Joe Termini and wife, Keela Moniz. Okay, fine. Uh, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't actually matter. The, the bottom line is Justin Bieber is holding a baby and the headline then has to be all about how he has baby fever. What if he's just holding somebody else's baby? Like a person holding somebody's baby does not automatically mean that they want to have one of their own. I would actually argue that in many cases, holding somebody else's baby for any length of time confirms for people that maybe they don't want to have a baby. Well, I was going to say, that's like as ludicrous as like me holding a baby and somebody captioning that story. Bradley Trainer's got baby fever. Right? <laughs> no, yes. I, I assure you. It's just this that's dumb... That's never going to happen. It's this dumb, lazy thing that the Daily Mail loves to do. And they're, you know, well, very also, busy pushing this narrative that these two are, you know, going to have a baby any minute. It's, yeah. Which they're only saying because they're young and married. It's lazy for a number of reasons, right? Because the trope that, like, a young couple, they must have baby fever, like, just all of the things, right? But it's a thing we sort of, we all, not just the media, reflexively do, like, oh, he's going to make such a good daddy someday. Yeah. Yeah. Is he really? Or is that (laughs) child going to be in therapy? Probably. It could be both. A little bit of both. But at least he's got a crap ton of money, and I almost didn't say crap. Thank you. <laughs> Can I also just really quickly add to this um tale the one of the pictures of Justin Bieber where he's like hanging out in uh at the like gate at the airport pull up your mask Justin cuz you're just on your phone. Oh yeah. But that's not the thing that I wanted to point out. Please look at where his drink is. Okay, hold on. So it's him and his friend, his brother, quote unquote, yep. and the baby mm-hmm. um at the airport gate. Oh. He's holding like a glass with ice. Yep. Yeah. And it's on the, on the floor, floor of yeah. the airport yeah. gate. Oh. <laughs> like, of all the germy germ places yeah. you would put your drink, I wouldn't put it on the floor. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, normal people would use, you know, your leg coasters. You know? What's a leg you coaster? Mean, when legs? you put your legs together and you just hold <laughs> oh, it like between your, your legs. Yeah. <laughs> Your leg coasters. Your great leg coasters. Yeah. Get on board. Yeah. 
That's gross. But you're right. He's also, okay, when you said, by the way, pull up your mask, you're just on your phone. He's not talking on it either. No, he's, he's like texting. looking at his phone. He can't see like if he's got that dumb mask on. Put your, pull your mask on. Speaking of masks, Bradley, who is your D-bag Oh my today? God, I'm so glad you brought you're it welcome. up. Bruce Willis. O-M to the G. Okay, so I saw this yesterday and I was like, surely you're, surely they just caught him in that in-between moment where somebody pulls their mask down and then they're like, oh my God, he's not wearing a mask. Oh no. That's not what we're talking about here. Mm-mm. We're talking about, uh, what is this character's name in Die Hard? Uh, John, John McClane. Yeah. Well, John McClane is not the badass you thought he was. No relation to Dawn, by the way, that we know of. I don't know that. I ain't done her Ancestry.com tree. Okay. Bruce Willis was asked to leave a store for refusing. You know, you've all heard the headline, right? That he was asked to leave the Rite Aid. Mm-hmm. Which is a uh, uh, pharmacy. Um, do we have Rite Aids? I don't know. But anyway, you know what a Rite Aid no. is. Yeah. After he refused to wear a mask. That's according to page six. And I will say that initially there was no response. Well, in the meantime, in between time, Bruce Willis's people have responded saying exclusively that it was a, quote, error in judgment. So this is this is the thing. I I am not a like person who runs around yelling at people to pull their mask up, although I do it internally. Right. But I tend to veer to be the kind of person that probably should speak up more about things like that. I just don't. Um, but I judge people secretly, of course, because mm-hmm. I'm like, can you just with the ma- in your nose and with the thing? Mm-hmm. Right. It's not hard. That's not what he was doing here. Like, you know, some people just forget. I get it. Like, I have walked into this building forgetting to wear a mask and like turned right around, gone yep. back to my car and mm-hmm. been like, put your mask on because mm-hmm. it's just it's not totally wired there yet. Right. I get it. That happens. It's a mistake. No, no, no. He refused. Yeah. He, like, yeah. said, no, I'm not going to do that. And that's the thing that really chaps my hide. Well, because... And also, he's wearing, like, a kerchief around his neck that you know he has probably had intentions of using as a mask, which almost is a bigger middle finger. Yeah, and also, don't get me started on those kerchief yeah, wannabe right, masks. Right. Like, I'm, like, I see them and I'm like, well, at least it's not, it's, at least it's something. I mean, I could tell you why, according to the CDC, they've suggested you not do that, but it, but I won't, like, it's not my business mm-hmm. unless you're in a room with me and then it will be my business. But, you know, if I was walking through the Rite Aid and he had one of them things pulled up, I would have been like, wow, that's Bruce Willis. I mm-hmm. thought he would have had a nicer mask. Anyway, right. the fact that he would refuse the mask, mm-hmm. I'm like, I get that we're all tired. Yeah. You know, and I'm also I not big on the like I get it, but like seriously, I did not expect this from Bruce Willis. No. No, and I'm frankly very mad about it. Honest, I'm I really am, especially because of the space that he occupies in the world. Like he's a household name, and when he refuses to do that, it tells a story to people who admire him, to people who... And right now, can we just... Uh, have we not gotten to the point now where we just realize that the mask wearing is a way to care about our community? It is to slow the spread of a virus that is overwhelming and also, hospitals not, and killing people? It's not political. Right. It's not like personal judgment. 
it's just the right thing to do, and it's a very small ask. Yeah. Like, there are so many other things that we probably should be doing, but like we've said, you know what? We're not going to do those things. Right. So at least do this. Do the thing that you and can do. And to then do. say you can't do that, and like, please send me your emails about why this is... I don't know, because I can just hear the voices out there right now. Oh, do it. We'll welcome them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, but like, come on, it is not hard. And then to like, like to say out loud, no, it'd be one thing if somebody called you out on you were like, oh, my bad. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what a normal person polite. Like, Like you said, like there have been times I've accidentally walked to our bathroom here at the station yeah. and forgotten, like literally we entirely it. forgotten. It happens. And if somebody like ran into me in the hall and was like, Ooh, mask, I'd be like, Oh, and I would say a swear word and I would run back and grab my mask. And I also get being defensive. Like when somebody tells you to pull up your mask and I understand the feeling of mind your own business, the impulse, because yeah. that's just a human response. Right. I'm an adult. Don't tell me what to do. Right. But we're kind of like, but then you have that second thought where you're like, they just are scared. Like we all are because we're in a very unknown place. Yeah. Right. Like it's, 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 it's a lack of human empathy that I think drives all of this behavior. And it makes me sad that somebody like Bruce Willis, who has had all of the privilege in the United States, right. I don't know why I said United States, all of the privilege in his life. Yep. In the world, in like the U.S. and the world, and America, such as, but and like such as he has been given everything, mm-hmm. and he can't bother to wear a damn mask. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Bradley, thank you for bringing that one to us. <laughs> I think we can all get on board with that. I just feel like there are more feelings about other things, and so Bruce Willis, thank you for letting me have the feelings about your dumb face. I was able to work some stuff out, I'm yeah, saying. Good, good, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly and Bradley, I have brought you a gift. You what? May, you may not think it is a gift. I, I don't want to oversell it, but I do want to oversell it. I've brought you a gift. I want to share it with you. Okay. Um, That's very nice of you. Did you give me a blender? <laughs> yeah, we need to get her one of them Instant Pot blenders. Yeah, we do, actually. But that's not what I brought. Um, It's actually a gift for you guys. It's also a gift for our entire listening audience. We'll share. We're going to share. It's an audio gift after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, you guys, I have a gift for you. I'm oh, thanks. Super it's so nice excited of you. about this. Should have got um, you something in return. Yeah. No, it's an audio gift. It's really for you guys and for the listeners. And I just wanted to have this moment because I think sometimes people have questions about um, the fondness and love I have deep in my soul for a certain it smell- figure. What does that smell? I just feel like you're waiting through a bunch of hoo-hoo. Go ahead, please. You have a fondness for what? As I was saying... Sometimes I feel like people question my love for a certain human being. His name is Matt. That's my husband, and maybe people question that, but that's solid. Uh, no, his name is Tom Jones. Uh, oh, oh yeah, no, Tom Jones. You love Tom Jones. I love Tom yes, Jones. You are very, and, very horny for Tom okay, Jones. Okay, and you guys get like not you guys, Bradley. Oh yeah, put it all wanna, on me. Well, because Holly doesn't razz you at all about well, Tom no, Jones. She doesn't really. No, I like Tom Jones. See? Well, she should. 
And any reasonable human being should as well. But continue. Well, why do you I, love Tom Jones? I'm going to show you why I love Tom Geriatric Jones. Geriatric Okay, stop it. Tom Jones is a, he's one of the judges on The Voice, the UK version of The Voice. Yeah. Okay. And the, I just want you to hear, this is how talented this man is. Okay. They were in a break with their, um, you know, Zoom audience, their fake studio audience. And they, people started asking questions of the judges. And, um, I, some, you don't, we don't really know. The only judge we really know besides Tom Jones here locally is Will I Am. Um, the other two we wouldn't really be familiar with here, I don't think. Um, but they were asking questions about Tom Jones. He's an international superstar and sex bomb. <laughs> and, he was like, they were like, how can you sing for us? And he was like, okay, sure. Okay, spontaneous song. Oh, I'm sure it was totally spontaneous. Yeah. It's a show that's produced. I want you to knock it out. This is during a commercial break. This okay. is like they're off time. Oh, okay. This is not. All right, all right, all right. All right in all right. a leaked video. It's so not a leaked Jesus. video. Because I just want you to know why I love okay, him. Okay, calm down. It's fine. This is what the man does. Okay, listen to this. No, I love Tom Jones, and I always okay. have. The thing I've always poked fun at you for is, this, is that you think he's I get sexy. naughty tingles. You say naughty tingles. I, I you know, I, I, this is, I'm going to do that thing people do, and it's annoying. Like, I love Tom Jones so much back when nobody cared about who Tom Jones was because he was doing the sex bomb. Oh, and man, I, was like, I think this, everybody cared about the sex bomb. Uh, no, did they really? Mm. I don't think many people cared about the sex bomb. Mm. But I love this. I like Tom Jones, right? I'm all here for the Welsh rare bit. Um, but I don't find him to be particularly there is, sexy. You don't, the, there is something seriously... Okay, just... okay. I'm going to take you into a fantasy land. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. It is stormy outside. Okay, wait, you Holly, I feel gone... like you could do some background uh, music while we get into Colleen's <laughs> fantasy times. Oh, okay. You have had the fortune of spending some time with Tom Jones. Okay. Um, right. I, you know, I don't know. It's And, and he's, like he's in party. your living room. No, he, he's it's a solo thing. It's like oh. he's come over to your house. Okay. okay. Log fire. Log fire, fire log, whatever. I don't care. Maybe you've got your KFC log burning, whatever that is. By that. <laughs> I would actually be fairly creeped out if Tom Jones was in my living room and just started singing into my eyes and be like, all right. Um. Oh my God. It would be like getting a lap dance. <laughs> Right. I want you to have the Tom Jones experience. Like, I want to have the my Tom Jones experience. Goal for you to have like someday at the state fair to bring Tom Jones up on stage. Although I just oh, feel man. like you would melt it would not into be the floor. It would not like be you good. would be useless. Completely. One time my husband surprised me by taking me to see him in Las Vegas and we had front row seats. Ooh. And you guys, I don't think I've ever spent that much time in my life okay. getting ready. Did you have to bring a tarp like a Gallagher performance? <laughs> so sick. I was oh like, he's going to notice me and take me up on stage and all my fantasies are going to come. I, no, see, what I appreciate is the irrational zest what? that you have. What? Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand what's irrational. I mean, it's okay. What I'm saying yeah. is that that feeling, I relate I to that feeling. And Holly, you don't have, you don't feel like this about any artist. No, no, no. That's actually not true. It might not be a. It, it actually is true. But here's the difference. It's not sexual, because I know you find that hard to believe. But I don't feel that way for male artists of any kind generally. If it was, you know, um, Shirley Bassey 
right? Like belting out one of her numbers. Goldfinger! Goldfinger! I mean, the woman live at the height of her career, Mm -hmm. that would give me naughty tingles, Mm. but not in a sexual way. Like, I would love to have her in my living room, you know, singing to me by the fire. But not in your bed. My pants aren't falling (laughs) off in, in, in the in response like having barbara streisand do okay you know having barbara streisand do like like the whole you know set from uh, i am barbara or my name is barbara right like yes yes. i'm realizing i left something out (laughs) what was it (laughs) what i left out is Tom Jones, and you don't maybe really realize the hypnotic effect that his hips will have on you until you're in a room with them. He can dance. So you do feel the naughty tingles. Because you don't need to justify your irrational zest. I just wanted to add I just wanted to add for you that that dimension that maybe you're missing. Do you get the impression that like she thinks she's only like four words away from convincing us? I am a Tom Jones evangelist. I want everybody to feel sexual feelings for Tom Jones. But that's because weird. It's liberating. But it's no, like this like but moment. I'm, but what's weird about it is you feel the need to, for other people to have the feeling you're having and I'm over here like I want you to have the feeling you're having. Yeah. But it's such an exciting feeling. Does I want to share it. But do you feel like you can only feel justified in your creepy No, uh-uh. Not at all. Sex no. dreams for Tom Jones no, because, if the rest of us are No, because if I did <laughs> I wouldn't, like, if I needed justification, I wouldn't share it. I would just be like, oh, this is such a weird thing. I, I just feel like he, I, when you, it's a liberating feeling to have that moment. Mm. With so you're just trying to bring the liberation to us. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. But I mean, but it's look, fine if you don't want to come along on the journey. No, I will I, keep the sex bomb I, we, to myself. We, Where's we, our Gallagher tarps, Bradley? Exactly. But I kind of feel like it's the way Holly oftentimes gets when she talks about like Lon Chaney. Lon Chaney? <laughs> or no. like, or like also, some obscure. Um, I don't know where our wrap up bed music went, but, but we, we got to wrap up. Yeah, we got to wrap up. Fine. All right. Fine. Yeah, All right. See, more I get sex that bomb for me. Michael Caine, but yes, you know, not Michael true. Caine now because he's got some problematic Brexit views and we're not going to get into oh, that. We don't have time for that, literally. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley <laughs> show, what is the best Minnesota sandwich? 651 yes! Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.